to this uh, evening's episode of the Vampire Movie Club. Hello, I am Shannon, and today we have a whole bunch of guests. We'll go this way. Hi, it's Vincio. Annie. Steven. Jordan. Mike. And Abriel. Hooray! And tonight we watched Only Lovers Left Alive, the 2014 Jim Jarmusch film. And we will go this way, and this question will be applicable once we start talking about the movie. What is your favorite Shakespeare play? Ooh. Um, my favorite Shakespeare play is Henry V. Ooh, do you have a reason why, or do you not want to? I have lots of reasons why. I think it is um, particularly interesting in that it seems to always be politically relevant. I love the uh, development of Henry's character from being Prince Hal into Henry, seeing that genesis, um, and it's just a masterful work of Shakespeare's. Um, particular favorite version featuring... Our favorite actor, Mr. Tom Hiddleston. <gasps> Is he in it? Oh, my God. The BBC did a like sweeping, epic film adaptation it's... of uh, the Hollow Crown series, and it's... <laughs> it's obviously my new favorite one. <laughs> so Shannon's got it's a new favorite. It's beautiful. Even seen it. Oh, I have a new favorite one, even though I haven't seen it. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. I don't really have a favorite one. It depends on the production. Okay. I mean, I've seen several different Shakespeare productions on film and stage and some of them are really good and some of them are really Mm. not and when someone fucks up Shakespeare they ain't getting around they (laughs) fuck up Shakespeare no it's like I said when I see a really good production you know it depends on the production Mm -hmm. sometimes Hamlet's my favorite Mm -hmm. sometimes you know Midsummer Night's Dream is my favorite it depends on the production Mm -hmm. that's fair John and I did a musical version of Hamlet once. Hamlet Cha Cha Cha. I was Horatio, John was Hamlet. I love it. Is there video evidence of this occurrence? I don't already talked about video evidence. It was the last show I did before I cut all my hair off. Find it now. I cut off like 18 inches of hair after that. So the first time I cut off all my hair, I couldn't donate it because it was color processed and they wouldn't take it. Hmm. Um... But then I'm like, okay, I guess you keep it then, bye. And then I told, I called my grandma, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just cut 19 inches off, whatever. And she's like, well, you kept it, right? Because now you can, like, make um, hair pieces out of it for, like, shows and dance recitals. And I'm like, motherfucker. And I almost turned around and went back. But then I thought it was also real gross to ask her back. I mean, but technically it's, like, your property. Like, yeah, but it's like been discarded. Like, excuse me, I grew that. Yeah. <laughs> I grew that. I made that. I dyed it. Well, Jordan has grown his oh. hair for a part. Um, and also, do you have a favorite Shakespeare play? Uh, I really like Midsummer because I was in it, and I just like it. Isn't that literally what I said before we started? <laughs> I, was gonna say, I thought he was making fun of you. I thought he was. <laughs> I. Also had a high school teacher that loved Hamlet, and we did like a three-week, four-week deep dive into Hamlet, which mm-hmm. was really cool. And so I have a, I feel like I have an appreciation of that show, even though I've, have I seen it? I don't think I've, no, I've seen no, it, I've it. seen it once, mm-hmm. twice, but they were not like the best productions, but I still have a really good, I don't know. Did Mel Gibson do uh, Hamlet? Oh, it's horrendous. It's, yeah. That oh, one it's is not bad. good. No, I just, I just remember watching that in high school. Yeah. 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 You want to watch the uh, the Branagh version? Kenneth Branagh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. David Tennant did it. Oh, I hear that one's really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's most excellent. Um, but when I was a, a kid kid, I remember really liking Macbeth because I liked the witches, like, 
uh, dialogue or mm-hmm. the not the dialogue, but the the spells that mm-hmm. they would cast. And like I was va- I was raised very Christian, and so it's like, oh, here's like a large book that I don't understand the words in. It's like the Bible, and it was Shakespeare. <laughs> and I'm just like, but this has got like cool spells and weird dialogue in mm-hmm. it, and I just really liked it. So <laughs> I guess that's my answer. Is I don't really know, but that's I like those three. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Um, I, I have an unpopular opinion. Um, I'm not a big Shakespeare fan at at all. (laughs) Um, however, I do like, uh, The Tempest Mm -hmm. and I do like Much Ado About Nothing. Okay. Um, and those are, those are, I think the only Mm -hmm. two that I I can really stand. So. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. I think it's interesting that he is not a big Shakespeare fan and he married someone who is a massive Shakespeare fan. I have emotional issues trying to narrow it down to oh, a sorry. favorite. I think <laughs> it's okay. I can tell. I can cut all this out. They're super. They're super super stereotypical. But I do love Midsummer. Um, but I also really 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 love Romeo and Juliet. And I know that it has its faults. And I know that it's like. Ugh. But I love it. That's super cool. Yeah. Nice. I also very much appreciate the stage direction in Winter's Tale. <laughs> Cracks me up. I have it over my door in my classroom. So what, uh, just all of, like a piece of it in particular? or yeah. Exit Pursued by a Bear. Oh, nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's really the best one. That doesn't make sense. That's a mean thing. <laughs> well, I also like Midsummer because it's a little silly and <laughs> full of nonsense and I don't know, I just, I just, I don't know. I've always liked it when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and when I first saw it, I think I was in junior high, and I saw, like, the high school production, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I kind of like this. No, wait, I was in elementary school. That's when I got introduced to theater and everything. And I remember the guy who played, oh, what's his name? Omion or the King? Oberon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, this shirtless, hairy man, and so that was also a discovery for me. Like, hmm, I like this too. <laughs> and so, so that kind of has a special place in my heart. The one, like the one show I I I was scarred by was uh, Taming of the Shrew because mm-hmm. I was in a production of that, and I spaced my lines. And you can't improvise, <gasps> no. right? And yeah. so I froze, and I was like, like talking. I forgot what part it was, and I was just talking to the dude and. We were silent for like what felt like centuries oh, at that point, but yeah. yeah, that that show has a scar for me. Hmm. So I don't like that show because I suck at it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, crap, guys. I was also going to say Midsummer, and then literally before you were in here, I'm just like, I like Midsummer because I was in it and I really <laughs> like it. And then that's the exact word you said, Jordan. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is that what I said? Yes. Quotation marks. Okay, Shannon, cut back to the beginning of this podcast when Jordan said that. It must be true because she's not doing her Jordan voice. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I said it first, so it, it, it has Shannon voice. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then I'm like, okay, everybody said that. I should say something else. And I'm like, you know, I really like the Boslerman Romeo and Juliet. And then oh, you're just like, one. I love Romeo and Juliet. I know, I'm Whatever. sorry. So I'm going to go with The Lion King. Uh, <laughs> Wonderful. And that Wonderful. was really that was gonna be my oh, yeah. own separate joke where after we went around, I was gonna be like, I'm surprised nobody said Lion King, and then I'm like, oh, 
Well, they stole my answers. Damn it. So I'm just going to say Lion King. And legitimately, I only moderately like the Lion King. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Cool. I was, like, too old for Lion King at that point. Because I was, like, still into Little Mermaid and, like, all older Disney. Like, everything pre-Little Mermaid I was all about. But everything, like, post-Aladdin, I was just like, uh, post-Beauty and the Beast, I was just like, meh. Anyway, it's another Disney podcast, although it may one day be. (laughs) Uh, Cool. We're talking about Shakespeare because we saw Only Lovers Left Alive, and we have a Christopher Marlowe in there. He's a character, and then the theory, Christopher Marlowe wrote Shakespeare stuff, but we'll get into that later. So it's not just like for some people who are like, what the hell are they talking about? (laughs) Anyway, we watched this movie. Jim Jarmusch wrote wrote and directed it. Uh, It has Tilda Swinton in it. It has Tom Hiddleston, it has Anton Yelkin, it has John Hurt, it has the guy from Casino Royale, it's got, like, uh, <laughs> Mia Wasaucersauce in it, it's got, like, freaking everybody. So, does anybody want to take a stab at the plot? Pick me! <laughs> Ariel can do it. Normally it's Steven, because we all just make him, but you can do it. Oh, well, if you want to make Steven do it. No, no thank you. <laughs> Hard pass. <laughs> I super, super love this movie, so I will talk about it. Cool. Um, so this film is about two vampires that have been together throughout the centuries, and one is dealing with the potential loss of a mentor and dear friend, and the other is on the other side of the world dealing with his angsty existential self as he's trying to create beauty in a world where he feels like there is none left. And so they come back together to deal with their mutual issues and it's all about their relationship and lives throughout the centuries being vampires and being beautiful and amazing Mm -hmm. that's the plot that is the plot that was a very like succinct and like we all give you the golf claps good job no that is exactly the plot there is no like uh weird Van Helsing like like yeah. mysteries that we need to solve. There is no blood moon on the second Tuesday. There is <laughs> n- like it's just super like these two people existing and what they do in their existing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we can go this way even though the ob- the answer is obviously obvious. Have you seen it? <laughs> Many times. <laughs> cool. I had not. I'd heard of it, but I don't think I even realized it was a vampire film. That's fair. I have seen it, yes. Never heard of it, never seen it, none of it. Nice. Same. Cool. I was a virgin before tonight. Oh, hot. I know. Cool. <laughs> we also had a John and Helene watch with us, and they both had not, uh, hadn't seen it, and both left very upset that um, they couldn't record, I guess, because they loved it. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they'd seen it. Do you no. know their inner workings? John had not seen it. Okay. I, that. I don't know about Helene. I don't know if they'd heard of it or anything. I know tonight was their first night seeing it, but... John was kind of like me. I think he knew it was a vampire film, but he didn't know anything about it. Yeah. It's kind of a weird one to think about. And then um, one of the things we discussed um, right after the movie ended where we have ones... We have movies like this or like A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night um, where they're just quiet and more existential and so it makes it hard for Shannon's when I love these and then to go to like the like super actiony weird ones that seem more stereotypical vampire movies and then how to balance that I like these 
weird existential movies that you wouldn't even consider to be vampire movies, and then not the ones that are like, oh, leather and blood and guts and like, bleh. Um, that's it. <laughs> oh, wait. And, Kev- and Kate week. Beckinsale, exactly. She was uh, last week. Uh, but we definitely have Tom Hiddleston as Adam, and he's dreamy. Mm-hmm. And I think, save for Mike, all of us are willing to make out with that man. Um, he's amazing. Hmm? And more. Yeah. Yeah. And then we also have Tilda Swinton, who, um, shit, I'd make out with her too. And she's so, like, starkingly pale that I love just watching her. Is she normally that pale? I'm trying to remember. I think she might actually be paler in this. She is, she is, is like. She's exceptionally white in this. Like, translucent most of the time. Yes. But, like, she was in Doctor Strange, and she was in Hail Caesar, and so I just remember her being, like, everything about her is invisible. Mm -hmm. Um, So, maybe? She's just made out of porcelain, and that's okay. She might be. Yes. Yeah. She's just, like, her eyebrows are normally like that, unless it's just a movie thing, but I can't imagine that every movie would make the same stylistic choice for her face. (laughs) Um... Well, if it works, it works. No, that's that's just how she lives that's her life. Lives. That's just her face. Yeah. Uh, she is a I wonder pale, if she's pale like borderline albino. I don't know. But she is particularly light. Oh, I love it so hard. Like, real bad. <laughs> like, I just want to hug her, and I hate hugs. Um, we also have Anton Yelkin as Ian, and so we can all have our little hearts broken about Anton Yelkin being in it. Um... You drank Ian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, he's Ian. And we have John Hurt um, as Christopher Marlowe. And mm-hmm. I know him from the... I'm pointing at you because you weren't in it, but the Doctor Who <laughs> special. Mm-hmm. Um, the 8.5 Doctor. He's yeah. the 8.5 Doctor. Or doctor. Mm-hmm. That's where you know John Hurt from? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. From, We're a bunch of nerds. I, yeah, okay. I'm sure he, no, he's done a billion things and every time mm-hmm. I see him, he's in Harry Potter too. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw that part of Harry Potter, um, was he in Harry Potter? Ollivander. Oh, okay. And, um, I don't think I rec- recognized him until I saw Doctor Who and then I went back and watched Harry Potter. <laughs> and I was like, what is the 8.5 Doctor doing here? Um, cause I'm cool like that. He's he's been doing movies like a started thousand doing movies, years. yeah long before I was born yeah and if you listen to last week's podcast then we all know that I'm really old yeah. <laughs> might just listen to last week's podcast but you guys don't know what last week's podcast is because we're way in the future mm-hmm. and um, it was vamps and um, <laughs> they all remember because that was months ago we saw mm-hmm. that in, like we did vamps in like August yeah because it was still pre bake oh, wow. sale. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and so back in August, uh, Annie offended Mike. And I'm we're sorry. just now remembering it. It's so great to hear have, the things that we talked about. It. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to go for the good, for the joke when it presents itself. And Same. That's fair. I don't mean it. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> uh-huh. and uh, you guys knew his name, but the guy from Casino Royale, Jeffrey Wright, is that him? Or was that just John yelling at me? I think it may have been John yelling at you. Okay, cool. That was the doctor? Yeah, Dr. Faust? No, that no, was... Uh, yeah, no, uh, that was Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey no, Dr. Faust was the no, kid no, that Tom Hiddleston... Oh, Tom Hiddleston had Dr. Dr. Faust? Yeah. He was Dr. Watson. He was Dr. Watson. Dr. Watson. Oh, that's cute. Okay. Jeffrey Sorry. Wright. Jeffrey Wright. It is um, confirmed. Who is just the guy from uh, Casino Royale? Actually, he's the guy from... Crap ton of movies. Because the first time Jordan and I watched this. He's in Westworld, too, I think. Mm -hmm. He's in what? Westworld. Westworld. Oh, yes. 
And maybe that's why, because we were watching Westworld maybe when we saw this the first time and we're just like, this guy's in freaking everything. (laughs) It's like the guy who's the bad guy in Doctor Strange. He's the bad guy in freaking also Casino Royale. (laughs) Hunger Games, Lady in the Water, Ides of March. He's in all the things. I haven't seen any of those movies. Oh, okay. oh, we should watch Lady in the Water. Yeah, do that. I forgot he was in Lady <laughs> in the Water. Mr. I don't like arts films. <laughs> Lady... He didn't say that. He just doesn't like Shakespeare. Lady... I just don't like No, He was well... in the 2000 Hamlet with Ethan Hawke. <laughs> oh. oh, was that good? Was Ooh, let's not talk about that. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, we also have... I should learn how to pronounce her name properly. Not Mia Wasser Sauce. <laughs> That's uh, Carly's name. That's the reason. <laughs> Mia... Wasikowska, who was also in Alice in Wonderland, but she was also in Crimson Peak with Tom Hiddleston, which I really wanted that movie to be scary. Did any of you see that? Yes. Um, I thought it was very scary. I did not think it was scary. Like, I like Ghosts were creepy as heck. No. Okay. We're going to... This is now the um, What's His Bucket podcast. Horror movie podcast. <laughs> the Guillermo del Toro podcast. I am emotional that he shows his monster so early and then there's nothing to be scared of. Mm. And they're just there, right there, right away. And it's just like, hi, here I am. And you get a good enough look to, like, understand what's going on. And then it's not scary anymore. Well, he showed he showed the mother early. But the rest mm-hmm. of the ghosts actually in the house are later in the film. Which movie were we talking about? Crimson, Crimson Peak. Peak. I never saw it. I've never seen mm-hmm. it. But I agree with you. It's, it's, it's visually stunning. It's super beautiful. Um, it's super duper beautiful. She's in it. Tom Hiddleston's in it. Jessica Chastain's in it. Mm-hmm. And it's super gorgeous. Um, and I did not find it scary because Curtis and Courtney and I went to it. I don't know why you didn't go. I watched it later. You watched it later. But we went because we're just like, ooh, scary movie. Probably didn't and go because it's scary. And I probably. Didn't, I didn't like scary movies. <laughs> That's fair. Oh. Um, but then it was just like, it was gorgeous. Um, and there were some gnarly scenes, like when the dad hits his face on the thing. Like, that's so gross. Um, but other than that, I was just like, meh. But I have an issue with Guillermo del Toro. Ooh. Um, which I shouldn't say because whatever. <laughs> He's going to come haunt me or whatever. That's a different point. You can tweet Shannon. <laughs> at Fan <laughs> Movie Club. Um, so, yes, she is also in it and she is hilarious in it. Um, anyway, does anybody want to, what do you want to say? I have my notes, but what do you guys want to say? <laughs> I felt this movie was very artsy farty and I liked it. Um, I felt kind of cool. Like, I felt like I, I don't smoke cigarettes, but I felt like I could have smoked a cigarette. Just like, yeah, this is life, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love it. I, it. And I don't know. It just felt like, I don't know. It just felt really hipster watching the whole thing. And mm-hmm. I, was, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was a cool uh, movie. There was a lot of nice silent narration that was happening throughout the movie, too. Mm-hmm. At first, I was like, this is, it wasn't what I was expecting, honestly. Um, but I'm glad it wasn't what I was expecting. Because it, yeah. it was a nice... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Ah. It was probably just like a change of pace we versus go. what yeah. we've yeah. been watching recently. Yeah. Very opposite of Van Helsing. <laughs> the cinematography was really good. It was, it was gorgeous. Um, a lot some, of their... There were some shots that really reminded me of A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, quite a few shots that just the background, everything just reminded me of that. and uh, Framed really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this is the only vampire movie 
that has the soundtrack from like a spa that you would go to or <laughs> like those sleep apps. Yeah. I actually had to look up the soundtrack we were, while we were watching it because uh, towards the beginning they were playing his music. He was mm-hmm. playing his music and she was mm-hmm. halfway around the world kind of twirling around. Mm-hmm. And it sounded a lot like a guy that I know who uh, his name's Paul Durham. I've seen him in 30 years. I knew him when I was a kid. Uh, he fronts a band called Black Lab, okay. who did some of the music for Buffy the Vampire Slayer oh, and uh, one of the Transformer movies. And he's had a, a few albums out, and it sounded like them. And it wasn't him. <laughs> what great casting. Yeah. Like, yeah. like not only the so minor wonderful. characters, right. but just Tilda Swinton and Tom Hiddleston, they freaking are vampires in real life. They're so <laughs> It just was kind of like, it just fit really well. Like, I love both of those actors, and mm-hmm. they did such a good job. It's so funny, because he's so, like, I don't want to say dainty, but he's just so <laughs> delicate, and will drink tea with you, and will, like, put a coat down on a puddle for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's so angsty in this, mm-hmm. that it's amazing. Um there were parts where it is very quiet. Um, Avencia was totally correct where it's just silent and you're just watching things, but you're not necessarily, um, there's no dialogue. Um, and everything is super subtle. And what I was writing down from the first scene where you just see like one of Tom Hiddleston's eyebrows move and you see Anton Yelkin just like tilt his head just a tiny little bit. And everybody in the room was erupting into laughter, but nothing was actually like, there was no joke that was said. Mm-hmm. Um, Even there was a scene where Adam, the vampire, is getting blood from Dr. Watson, you said? Mm -hmm. I didn't actually catch that. Cool. Uh, Where he's getting blood from Dr. Watson, and he totally says something um, like, you're awfully pale, and he just backs up. Like, Adam, the vampire, just, like, backs up out of frame. You should get more sun. Yeah, it's, like, vitamin D deficiency is, like, really bad for you. And then he just, like leaves the frame and everybody just started erupting but like that's not necessarily funny that's not like a joke but everything is super subtle but hilarious and like it's just small little um movements or super dead responses um that no it just feels like if you were a vampire in this scene what would you do (laughs) and it is like i don't know how to answer you i'm just gonna back away slowly yeah and so we laugh at it because we're like oh that's that's weird and funny. Mm-hmm. So, exactly well, there's actually been a few episodes of The Simpsons where somebody has said something to Homer, and that's how he's left the room. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I thought it was really cool that we were still able to have elements of humor, and it wasn't completely angst-ridden. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as Shannon thinks D. Hart is so happy when she watches this movie. Parts uh, of the script are really funny, oh, too. The script is superb. Oh, my gosh. The line about the mushrooms is my favorite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, they're sitting there. They're outside. And Tilda Swinton is checking out some mushrooms that she sees growing. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about them. And... Ultimately, Tom Hiddleston is just like, just goes to show we don't know shit about fungi. <laughs> and that's it. And then they just walk away from it. And I'm just like, this is fucking hilarious. I can't oh, it's so good. handle it. <laughs> but even, um, what do we have? Anton Yelkin, that whole opening scene where they're talking about guitars and he's just like, yeah. Um, it's so funny. In not a comedy kind of way. Yeah. It's well, because amazing. Because he, he wants to show him how cool he is by like, yeah, man. I get it. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. 
Like when they actually went all um, to that venue or whatever, mm-hmm. and he like subtly put on his sunglasses to match everybody else. <laughs> oh, could they I was like, oh, bless your heart. It was real bad. <laughs> um, my favorite facial expression is when John Hurt is drinking the blood, and he just has the happiest like <laughs> look on his face. Um, and they all are drinking the three of them. In their three different places, um, <coughs> Tom Hiddleston and Tilda Swinton and John Hurt are in their three separate, like, houses or whatever, and they're drinking their blood, um, and they all have, like, this ten seconds of, like, euphoria, and Tilda Swinton has, like, big eyes and big old smile, and Tom Hiddleston is just like, yeah, it's cool, and John Hurt has the happiest, <laughs> just, like, puppy face ever, and he's all about it, and then, like, baby dragon drinking warm milk at the end, where he's just like, mmm, and it's so cute. Um... It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked watching them appreciate some of the art around them and like the world around right. them. Not necessarily like the parts that were falling apart because they call humanity, they call people like zombies, mm-hmm. um, and how they're just like fucking everything up and how they have to do these other things. But just having them drive around Detroit because yeah, they're in Detroit. <laughs> um, and, like, looking at this old theater that's now just a parking garage and having them, like, watching them read or watching them listen to music was really cool. I very much loved watching her pack her books and mm-hmm. the, like, care and appreciation in that process and that that was what was special to her enough to pack and take with her. Mm-hmm. That was that was cool. Also, the books in the fridge. Mm. <laughs> Well, they did the research, too. I mean, like, when he was talking about the guitars at the mm-hmm. beginning, um, that was really fairly accurate. Nice. I mean, that was a was a Gretsch Chet Atkins model that mm-hmm. they were playing. That was an old, you know, 50s Silvertone nice. that was in the case. And Is that the one with the built-in amp? Yeah, the case nice. with the built-in amp. I recognized one thing. <laughs> cool. I got it, guys. It was different from movies like... Uh, interview with a vampire where vampires are like high society and kind of like and I guess the the sister vampire that visits them who's living in LA she's kind of living that high society life where they're very much I don't want to say living in the past but they're almost relics of the past and they're within relics of the past i.e. in Detroit Mm -hmm. and like this this fallen city they're living in like some abandoned house and they go visit like an abandoned opera house and they go visit other places that are just like, yeah, this is just deteriorated Detroit. Mm-hmm. And not that they're deteriorated, but like they are relics of the past. And mm-hmm. so it was, I don't know, I just, it's really fitting that they filmed it in Detroit. <laughs> like what they know. This is Detroit. Yeah. Like, in the past. like what they know and what they experience. Um, and like the people they've known and how he, um, Adam is very upset that everybody he knows and appreciates and loves is being pushed away and how he tries to hold on to things and uh, was like, what am I trying to say? Like all of his technological gadgets to make his own Skype instead of just having an iPhone where he's right. staying with all those things. And was it was cool. like, he opened up an old laptop that connected to a tube TV that also had this weird, like, um, mm-hmm. this, this, and that. And he had a, like, cordless, a wire, uh, cordless phone. It's um, also his, uh, 
genius because mm-hmm. he's the one that's like created wireless electricity that's harnessed mm-hmm. from the atmosphere that's powering their house mm-hmm. and their car is some special kind of like he's an inventor he's an engineer mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. sorts mm-hmm. yeah and he was talking about um he was sassy that um hold on nikola tesla had come up with these things like mm-hmm. in the 1800s why on earth aren't we still u- why aren't we using them now and mm-hmm. They've just got this gnarly, like, electrical grid that looks like it's falling apart, and how on earth does it power anything? But <laughs> big electricity wants you to use light bulbs that have to screw in. Don't say that out loud, our power will go off. <laughs> <laughs> they hear us, Why they're the tapping us. Just go out? <laughs> they're tapping us. Um, I also really loved her power, where she was able to tell how old something was by touching it. That was mm-hmm. really cool and something I haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's nothing... Um, it's not something they generally explain or, like, use for a purpose, mm-hmm. except she constantly wears gloves, as does her sister, who we'll talk about in a second. And um, she can take off her gloves and touch something and then know how old it is. Mm-hmm. The 1905 and Gibson guitar. The 1905 mm-hmm. guitar. Or the wooden bullet that she knew was, like, made... Brand new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> what else do we have? We have her sister totally showing up, and that is... I shouldn't call her Mia Wasser Sauce. <laughs> Wasikowska? Wasikowska. Sorry. Um, <laughs> she shows up later in the movie as Eve's sister, Ava. Um, and it was quite hilarious, and she does just feel like a 90... <laughs> she feels like an early 2000s LA socialite. Like, she feels mm-hmm. like a Paris Hilton or someone mm-hmm. that would just be, like, going to random clubs yeah. and partying too much and, like, yeah. Kind of a Paris Hilton cocaine. wannabe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then... She's a, she's a petulant teenager mm-hmm. in yeah. the midst of their incredibly advanced state and that they are these mm-hmm. incredible creatives and intellectuals and they, you know, surround themselves with things like that. And she comes in and is this just like mess of chaos and, and like destructive yeah. like um ends up destroying like the 1905 guitar or record um like albums that they have or the and fact that she Ian. she drank Ian who was Anton Yelkin um where they were like flirting and then she totally drank him and so then they had to get rid of him I'm sorry he was just so cute yeah, he was, and he his hair didn't look like it was made of yak. No, I lost because he was a vampire. He wasn't a vampire. Well, I know that, but Jordan found out that um, the three other wigs were totally made from a mixture of human hair and yak hair, um, and it did. It looked mangy. It looked um, super ratted and tired, and maybe they needed yeah. shampoo. Yeah. Um, but At the very well, least conditioner, like yeah. something. Well, they didn't use their. Well, he didn't use his bathroom, you know, for oh no for storage, and it's... so obviously he didn't need to shower. <laughs> but you could just condition that. Well, I, <laughs> I guess they didn't care. It's fair. <laughs> By the way, I just made the connection of their names, like literally as you were talking about Ava. Adam and Eve. Adam and yeah. Eve. Um, Welcome to the podcast. Made the connection. <laughs> oh no! I really wanted, um, and I know what she's was not. That, that it wasn't actually Adam and Eve. It was. Yeah. From some Tom uh, Mark Twain novel, and oh. Jim Jarmusch was like, oh, shit, people are probably going to think it's biblical, Adam and Eve. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> so that they're actually supposed to be from some short story or something. Oh, gotcha. Oh, gotcha. That's funny. <laughs> well, it does have a, a have sort of a sense of, like, they've been around as long as time itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there was a picture of Tom, of, of Mark Twain, mm-hmm. in his, mm-hmm. his they have a collection. memories area so mm-hmm. maybe they were the inspiration for that story 
Ooh. Speaking of, like, I really what? also enjoyed how there was a picture of them from way back in the day. Because, mm-hmm. like, it maybe like, oh, maybe they don't follow their typical lore of, like, mm-hmm. you know, reflection and all that stuff. But it was just really cool yeah. to just have, like, a glimpse of their history without having a whole explanation of, like, where they came from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The yeah. world. Sorry. I like, too, that it wasn't their origin story, that right. she was like, oh, this was our third wedding. Third wedding. Mm-hmm. In 1868. And yeah. most certainly, she's just like, we looked so young then. <laughs> and it was hilarious. And they looked exactly the same. They looked exactly the same. There it was, was amazing. There was a few times where I thought, like, the story was going to go into a different direction. Like, while they were at the nightclub, and he was making eye contact right across from some, from some random dude. Mm-hmm. And the way that he was examining the record that um, Ian was presenting it made me go like, are you also a vampire? Because he like the way that he was examining it, yeah. and he was like, "Oh, it's a whatever year, whatever." Um, and I was like, "This is gonna be a fight. It's gonna be a fight." And so, yeah. but nothing happened. So I was like, "All right, cool." And then when they were booking flights to go back home to Madrid, right? No, they were flying through Tangiers. Madrid, Tangiers. Okay, but and then they asked like um, a piss off in London or or something, mm-hmm. and she's like, "No, we can't do that." Like, why? What's there? I know. What yeah. happened in London that they can't go through? I mean, obviously, I think that's where their accents are from because they have English accents. Yeah. So maybe, like, that's where they originated from. I don't know. I but don't know. He did we'll, mention. We'll find out when they do the prequels in about yeah. 12 more years. <laughs> <laughs> um, at one point, Tom Hiddleston, I said that wrong, didn't I? No. Um, was mentioning scientists and artists and poets that mm-hmm. he had known and mentioned one of the like Greek philosophers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like they're at least that old. Mm-hmm. Wow. They're they're not young. Yeah. <laughs> they're quite quite old. According to the script, Eve is two thousand years old and Adam is five hundred to six hundred years old. Oh wow. Oh that's mm-hmm. interesting. I did appreciate that they kept calling John Hurt kiddo. Yeah. yeah. Um, even though he was turned much older. Hmm. Um, and so looking at them, he is much older than them, yeah. but yeah. in Vampire Universe, he's much younger than they are, I which was fantastic. Cute, was it's like, super cool. Was it kiddo or was it kid? I heard kid. kid. I don't know. Because uh, some know, sort of childlike. I know endearment. one of the nicknames for Christopher Marlowe is they called him Kit. Yeah, she calls him ah, Kit. Ah, uh, well then she. Yeah. Sorry. Shannon, hear that out. <laughs> <laughs> Mine. She calls him Next time we got to watch it with the subtitles. Just so. <laughs> Fine. Um, so there was that. <laughs> not kiddo. But that's an interesting whatever. age gap between the two of them. I did not realize mm-hmm. that yeah. according to the script. That's very interesting. So and I don't remember. That's from IMDb. Like, I don't remember I getting don't a sense was... of that from the, yeah, that was the movie. That so I wonder if it's something that's like knowledge of this or maybe a deleted scene or something but there was also yeah. the scene where she was saying you've you've done this before and you missed the, the medieval times and the plagues and the, the inquisitions mm-hmm. oh yeah so she would have been around longer than him because she went through all of that and he missed it mm-hmm. but it sounded like he missed it because he was in another like moody like oh yeah that's the way he, and he locked that's himself the way away. Came across yeah, yeah. yeah. so, so it makes me wonder if like maybe she's on the turn him and Tom Hiddleston, if you're listening and you want to give me a call um, and discuss this movie, that'd be super cool. Tilda Swinton, you can also call us. That's fine. (laughs) Um, We can make it a three-way call. We can hot. Every... Like, I wrote down the, all of the colors and the set decorating and the textures and everything. I wanted to touch every single thing that was ever <laughs> on film. 
Mm-hmm. Like yeah. every single thing is set up in such a beautiful and interesting way um, that I wanted to touch everything mm-hmm. in the movie. I didn't yeah, want to touch the blood. Visually, it was. <laughs> oh, yeah, I want to touch the, like the way it yeah. seeped into the carpet. Yeah. That was really cool. Like it was super cool. I didn't want to touch their hair. Um, <laughs> I kind of did. Like <laughs> their clothes, or the couch, mm-hmm. or the curtains, or yeah. the bed. Like the sheets on the bed were interesting. Like All the, the cloth textures. Mm-hmm. Um, the books and like everything was just super cool. Mm-hmm. And well, I, every time I watch this movie, I notice more of those objects that he's just collected in that mm-hmm. house. Like every single nook and cranny is just crammed with instruments and albums and mm-hmm. just random things mm-hmm. that he's collected over the years. It's so interesting. There, there was a, cool. a lot of detail in every shot, and everything seemed like it was very. Deliberate from mm-hmm. the director's point it of view. It was super I planned. Mean, he had to think about like every yeah. single piece of what goes up. Like what sec- like what meanings did they have just to decide like okay, well, I want four violins and I want this over <laughs> here and I want this album over here and I want this picture of this specific person right here and like yeah. even the order of how they put the pictures or yeah. the frames that they were in or the wallpaper that was on the wall behind the pictures, mm-hmm. things like that. I want this was... picture of Bo Diddley to be in right here next to this picture of of. <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. It was super cool. I also uh, super want the sister's robe. She had a very fantastic uh, (laughs) house robe. So cute. She really does want the sister's robe. It's really cool. (laughs) Jordan, you're getting her the sister. You know you're getting that for her, right? Oh, that's Oscar the dog. (laughs) No, it's Felix. Felix the cat's going to... Felix the cat's going to get it for you? Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be his Hanukkah present to me. He meowed about it. He did. He was really cute. Um, my other favorite part is most certainly the blood popsicles. Yes. And when we come back to our bake sale in August, uh, remind me to make blood popsicles, <laughs> but not actually out of blood because that's gross. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as drinking blood is quite dangerous, but it's also dangerous to them because mm-hmm. there's all sorts of blood contamination and we don't really like, I don't know if it's just general untidiness. They said in the music industry um, like what kind of, like what it does to them, but it eventually, um, kills John Hurt mm-hmm. and, um, and he doesn't die in a normal vampire way. He just like slowly goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and he doesn't combust and he doesn't like water, human water balloon. He doesn't you know, all anything. vampires die differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So going into his death scene, mm-hmm. I really love how there was a picture of Shakespeare mm-hmm. and there was a dagger <laughs> on his forehead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did he say about him? Like, oh, how did he phrase that? Oh, he was like insolent he, or something. He, he called or... him in in uh, uh, illiterate zombie hack or something. Yeah, yeah. Something prick or something oh, like that. A word. It's a word that it was in Adam's family. Carlin said it in my scene with her. Starts with a P. Petulant? No. I don't know. I only know your lines from that scene. I know, because you're feeding them to me. You're feeding me the lines. But anyway, I thought that was pretty pretty spot on. The one at the beginning? It was one of the, in the books. Philistine. Philistine. Mm. Not at the beginning. Not at the beginning. That's it. an F. <laughs> Why do you call him the Philippine? <laughs> oh my god, I'm out. Yikes. Kidding. Thanks, Jordan. 
<laughs> You're welcome. Cool. Um, but yeah, then he just slowly goes to sleep, and then they left in such a hurry and can't fly with, like, a bunch of blood, so they're super hungry, mm-hmm. and then they're just like, John Hurt, we need blood right now, and he's like, oh, hey, what's up, guys? I'm dying, but here's the last bit of my, like, super pure blood that you can have, Mm -hmm. and then um, they have that little flask, and then they finish it off, and they're like, well, shit, I guess guess we gotta go on tap for this, and then... (laughs) They find two people. And they find two young lovers. lovers. They find, mm-hmm. And I think they're going to turn them. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's so romantic of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which was really cute. And then they're like, uh, the couple is making out. And then you see them like, excuse me. And you see them both look at the camera. And then the camera turns around and looks at um, Adam and Eve. And then they have their little fangs. Mm-hmm. Little fangs. Eyes kind of flash a little bit. Like their eyes got real big. And then, uh, that was the the end. And then credits. And then credits. And it had, like, the angstiest music. It was so cool. It reminded (laughs) me of Tom York a lot. Mm -hmm. And then I actually have an Only Lovers Left Alive, like, station on my Pandora. Oh, yeah. Uh, Because angsty Shannon loves this shit. (laughs) Like, real hard, where I'm just like, yes. I just want to listen to, like, one note being played on an instrument for, like, 12 measures. (laughs) I believe the band's name was Squirrel. Really? For real? Oh, no. Uh, yeah, but it was like S-Q-U with an umlaut R-L. Oh, dear. Um, just like, nope, S-Q-U is how you spell, and then you <laughs> fucked it up after that. Fucked <laughs> <laughs> it Yeah. Um, I did appreciate it, so they were, we were watching Adam play music and record music, um, and he was playing his electric guitar with a bow, <laughs> and just really oh, cool. Squirt, sorry. Oh, Squirt. Gross. S-Q-U with an umlaut R. Okay. Oh. Gross. Still. I liked watching Tom Hiddleston do the violin thing that he was doing. Mm-hmm. Because it looked like he was really playing. It, it really did look he like he was playing. Was. I he probably was. He probably was do everything. <laughs> Guys, I love him so much. <laughs> um, can we talk about some of the totally unique vampire lore to this movie? Yes, yeah. we can. Because that is our job. It felt like Jim Jarmus just made a bunch of stuff up because he could. Like the gloves. Like the gloves. Totally mm-hmm. unique. The blood mm-hmm. popsicles. Love that. Never amazing. seen it before. The um, closest I've seen is, nope, it's not even the same. I was going to say drinking the heart like a juice box. Um, <laughs> but that's the closest to any sort of like not... Um, like fun way snack. <laughs> yeah, like not just like in vamp swords gross and you stick a straw on a rat or like mm-hmm. from the neck or from like some sort of like artery somewhere like mm-hmm. that was interesting and fun where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, let's look at their snacks. <laughs> so cute. I loved seeing too like how ceremonious it was when she showed up at his home mm-hmm. and he had to invite her in. And then she said later to Ava, it's bad luck. Mm-hmm. To not be invited in, mm-hmm. and so that was kind of interesting to see. So it that wasn't even take on that. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily vampire lore where she had to be invited in. Mm-hmm. That was just like common um, courtesy, common courtesy, yeah. um, like ancient common courtesy or something. Yeah. Um, I liked that they could be seen in mirrors and pictures. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Um, they still have sleeping during the day and awake during the night, but not necessarily in coffins and not in like the soil of your homeland or anything, but just in very yeah. nice sheets. Um, <laughs> and they can apparently stay up during the day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they just get tired like normal people. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. you just fall asleep. It's not like, oh, I'm just awake 24-7. Yeah. Um, I did find it interesting on how 
like a position that they were sleeping in uh, in one scene where Tom was like at the mm-hmm. bottom of the, mm-hmm. of the bed and Eve's um, legs were just over him like like a pillow or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who sleeps like that? <laughs> and maybe I will try that. <laughs> I will be Tom's character. Gonna and when her sister like breaks him. in, she kind of snuggles up next to Eve and puts mm-hmm. her feet right in Hiddleston's like, face. Right on she his reminded face. me of a toddler. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of waking mom and dad up. Yeah. She had such funny... Can I come in? No. <laughs> I'm going to. Anyways. She had such fun energy compared to like how... Um, just quiet and solemn the other mm-hmm. two were and how like mm-hmm. ceremonious everything is even mm-hmm. when they're drinking blood where it's mm-hmm. like you have to very delicately pour it and you have to sip it and you have to like experience this whole thing mm-hmm. where she just like shot it and was good and she's like I don't understand the problem can I have some more? <laughs> no. I got it yeah. it, it makes me wonder like when when she turned um, mm-hmm. and everything because she seems like very young minded just in general not just but because she's also like the youngest person in the group but also like I don't know. I don't think Mental. she is, though. Mia was saucer sauce? She's not, I think she's younger than Tom. Well, I mean, Tilda Swinton's character says they are related by blood. No, she says we're not related not. by blood. Oh, not related by blood. They're okay. sisters right. in that they're vampire yeah. sisters. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Oh, no, she's 89. Like, physically, yes, she's the mm-hmm. Well, I wonder why Antonio came. First, everything she's wearing is very 1960s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I feel like she has this very free-spirited and Does, almost, like, mm-hmm. entitlement to, like, yeah. like this is, like life like enjoy it and so that was also like a really fun take on that side of it like you don't have to take everything so seriously mm-hmm. enjoy what you have you know we, we're so lucky that we can mm-hmm. live forever but they have that mentality of like someone who isn't there yet yeah, but she's obviously been around for a while yeah because mm-hmm. you know are you still mad about paris that was 89 years ago yeah, mm-hmm. yeah she's know? been around yeah, yeah. Um, oh she just annoys me no i want to know what happens in paris <laughs> So many stories. Mm-hmm. Gotta know. Gotta know. I know. God, I love this movie, you guys. So good. Um, do you have any other points that you would like to make? Oh, I wanted to know like why they had to wear the sunglasses that night. Is and I kept singing that song in my head every single time I saw that. <laughs> because they're hip? Because they had that song going through their head. <laughs> I think it was just anytime they were around other people. Mm-hmm. And then when they were flying back um and super 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 hungry mm-hmm. um their eyes seemed very different mm-hmm. his eyes were weird mm-hmm. yeah. i noticed for in particular well like when ian in the beginning met um adam like he wasn't wearing the sunglasses so i don't mm-hmm. think it's like necessarily a good thing they do in front of other people so people unless or, ian was just different because he, he signed the yeah. non-disclosure agreement. Uh, mm-hmm. I know. I felt like they had to do it outside of the house because that's mm-hmm. the only time mm-hmm. I saw them wear the sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. one instance, like, he trusted Ian to an extent and everything, but it felt like they had to do it outside for mm-hmm. reasons mm-hmm. I want. I want to know what their reasons were. It could be just because maybe they got hungry and they didn't want people to know that their eyes bulge out when they're hungry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, right outside their face. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, um... Who framed Roger Rabbit style? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good movie. Let's watch that, guys. <laughs> also, there like vampires that. in that one. We can like, uh, we can just like, say there are, or we can just like cut like papers, um, like construction paper, and put it on the TV, like, and make it look like a vampire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. Cool. Got it. And we can make it look very cartoony. It'll work. Done. <laughs> Rip up a box of Count Chocula and just slap it right <laughs> in there. Since I very specifically don't want to watch Nightmare Before Christmas, can we just watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit in its place? 
And like pretend that it was a vampire movie. Yeah, and just pretend. Oops, we're watching I thought that's what we were watching. Nightmare Before so Christmas. The, are we doing that April first? Nightmare Before Christmas. No, Roger, Roger Rabbit. What? Isn't that the movie scheduled for April first? Well, don't because oh, it's April, April Fool's, Day. Fool's joke. He was making an April. F- oh, he made a joke, you guys. Oh, it's too late. We didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that the entire table is slow. <laughs> I was right there with you. It's man. late, man. I was. I, work I really am. Too tired. Anyway, um, we can go around. You um, you wanted to touch on the whole Marlo Shakespeare thing. I and did. I, did, say did we? Mm, I don't think we did. Does anybody have who have to. a better grasp on it than I do? On a, mine's real rough. I just have strong feelings about the theory. What are your strong theories? Why don't you start with what is the theory? Well, the theory is that Shakespeare didn't actually write any of his stuff. That he ripped it off from Christopher Marlowe. That um, I mean, because they were contemporaries. Marlowe was established in London, um, you know, in the theater scene before Shakespeare even got there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's fair that there were themes shared. And I mean, not a whole lot of what Shakespeare wrote was truly original because he pulled from a lot of Greek mythology and and, and sort of these um, already classic tropes of the time. And from The Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And from The Lion King. Uh, and, uh, and so, you know, there, there are people, and Jim Jarmusch is, is one of these who, who says that it wasn't actually Shakespeare, that all of that was written by Christopher Marlowe. And, is um, that also a theory that, like, I almost said Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Who's the other Bacon? Francis from Francis Bacon. Thank you. That is, is also another theory. I thought so. Just let him theories. be Shakespeare. Let him Apparently be extraordinary. There's a whole bunch of Bacons, yeah. too. Let him be what he I, is. My response is, whether it was him, whether it was somebody else using that name, the work of art, the, mm-hmm. the body of work, wherever that came from, is what makes it special. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. For whatever reason, it's attached to that name, whether it is or isn't, and I feel like it's irrelevant. And there's no way we're ever going to figure it yeah. out. Yeah. I mean, there's just not. If, if we haven't figured it out by now, it's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't the you doctor go and DNA. talk to Shakespeare? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, we could just name the time. Can't we pull DNA off the mm-hmm. manuscript? Yeah. For storytelling, though, for this movie, I thought that was kind of cool. And I think it also kind of tied in to one of the conversations between Adam and Eve when they were reminiscing and they said something about Adam's music mm-hmm. and having to give it to some well-known composer. And I can't remember which composer. It might have been Schubert. Schubert. Oh, yes. Um, and so it had to be like produced through Schubert, probably because they were trying to keep a low profile. Mm-hmm. And that kind of makes that theory of Marlowe make yeah. sense because if he's supposed to be dead, if he's supposed to be keeping this low profile, then mm-hmm. yeah, we've got to give my work to somebody else to mm-hmm. claim. Well, that's the concept is that vampires are this secret creative society and that, you know, the zombies or humans mm-hmm. um, were not creators of anything original and they were the ones who inspired mm-hmm. that work and those ideas and, and sort of made it possible through these ordinary people. Mm-hmm. Thanks, vampires. <laughs> there were several times that I really thought, like when they were exchanging the album in mm-hmm. the in the bar club situation, that it was going to be 
Adam's music on vinyl mm-hmm. that he was selling to someone yeah. and because he was watching him really yeah. intently mm-hmm. and I'm like oh shit's gonna go down um and who said was it you that said that there were a couple of like fight situations and then they asked him to put the, more yeah I read in the thing that there, there was more action scenes and uh-huh. they asked him to put more and then he removed all of them yeah because <laughs> that was like he's watching him really intensely mm-hmm. to have that to have like nothing come of it and so I'm like oh I wonder if he's bad that like Anton Yelkin is selling his music even though like they talk about his music being distributed and whatnot yeah. and like mm-hmm. trying to keep him a low profile so people can't find out where he lives. And the rockers keep showing up. Yeah. yeah. And then also when they are when they finally go back to Tangiers and he's watching that woman sing and I'm like, oh, is she singing one of his songs? And he's oh, yeah, like losing his cool. mind. Um and that's what I was thinking. That's what I thought was happening. Hmm. Tom Hiddleston, give us a call. Clear this up, please. Or just, just give us a call. And just like let's hang out. Um, a good cook. Um, I also have to say, or John will be upset, that oh, yes. Tom Hiddleston has to play Morpheus in the Sandman movie that they'll never make. Okay. Um, and in the Sandman comic book series, Shakespeare made a deal with the Sandman to be inspired to write most of his plays. And he wrote Midsummer Night's Dream as a tribute to the fairy kingdom so that they could watch a play about themselves. Oh, oh that's cool. Mm. Full circle. Good job, guys. You should all read Sandman. It's really good. So, it's, Tom Hiddleston, go ahead and call us, and we will go ahead and uh, do this whole Sandman situation that they won't make, but we can make it. We, we can make it in Boise, right? We know people. Isn't his birthday coming up? His birthday is on Saturday, you guys, which Happy is like birthday, in two days, Tom. which is in the future, which is in the past for you, but... <laughs> It's still listening. in the future for them. Until <laughs> I guess the following year. His birthday will probably be on the same day uh, next no, year. No, it would. Yeah, it'll Just... probably be on the same day next year. Cool. Um, well, we can go around this way. Uh, did you like it? Would you recommend it? I love it, and yes, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would. It was, it was, that was a lot of fun. It was a great movie. Cool. It's a wonderful movie. I mean, I'm I'm afraid that I'll recommend it and somebody will be like, this was the slowest thing ever. But it, yes, it's slow, but it's like a really good just watch. It's so mm-hmm. pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's an artsy fartsy movie. Mm. I'm... It, it was good. It was good. It was fun to watch. I'd recommend it. Sure. I feel like there's <laughs> no, you no. Sound like you want less artsy, more fartsy. Uh, there's no, there's no butt to it. There's no butt to it. It's just, it's, it's, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. I was surprised. Cool. I absolutely loved it, and then come payday, I think I'll buy it. I love it. <laughs> I'm not. This is kind of out of my genre of movies I usually watch, um, but I'm really happy I watched it Yay. just because it was just a nice story. Mm-hmm. Like there was. There's no climax or anything, but it was just like a nice storytelling, like, hey, this is my life kind of thing. And so, yeah, I, I would absolutely recommend this movie. Yeah. Just to, like sit down and drink a little bit of coffee, a little bit of tea, a little bit of blood if you're into that. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it's not dirty. Um, no, absolutely. I love this movie. Uh, super bad. We, I wanted to watch it earlier, but I also didn't want to put like 
all of the ones I really, really like real early on, even mm-hmm. though in the grand scheme of things, they are. Um, <laughs> but I do want this one out there, like, early enough in our in our run. So it's just like, people, go watch this. Apparently, it's super bombed, yeah. uh, like, in theaters, which makes me real sad. But I can understand if you're used, if you see, like, Tom Hiddleston, mm-hmm. vampire movie, you probably think there will be fighting, or there will be action, yeah. or there will be something... Um, and it's not. It is just, like, a very quiet day in the life. And so I can see <coughs> why it's super bombed. But I'm um, trying to figure out what, you know, what when it was made as opposed to, like, the Marvel movies, like Thor, when mm-hmm. it came out. Well, it was in 2014. Yeah, so by then he was already Tom Hiddleston with a capital T. Mm-hmm. So, yes. <laughs> he wasn't just normal Hiddleston. So, yeah, because I was thinking, when, I, when we were talking about it bombing, I was thinking, well, God, release it nowadays. Mm-hmm. With his name on it, and yeah. it's just gonna do gangbusters. But apparently, everybody knew him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are so many movies in the grand scheme of things that bombed originally mm-hmm. and then became cult classics. And yeah. I'm just hoping that this becomes one of them. Mm-hmm. It might take a little time, but mm-hmm. uh, no, I hope everybody should go see it and go buy it and go say good things about it mm-hmm. and tweet about it and talk about watching it and how much you love it. Um, and please love it, I guess. <laughs> or else it's going to be weird. Um, Validate me. Please love this I'm like, movie. just like, uh. um, But no, when you're used to vampires, like, fighting and blood squirting and, like, just intense, like, this is how I stay alive for this long because I'm constantly fighting. And then on the opposite end where we have Interview with the Vampire... <laughs> where they're so ultra elitist and this just kind of fell in the like they're isolated and quiet and like anyway cool do we have any other points of vampire business they never use the word vampire in the whole movie okay that is true Mm -hmm. they use the word zombie a lot they do they do talk about zombies a lot not necessarily as um i do like how um ian like when he got called zombie he's like uh huh what? <laughs> yeah, where he just like had such a subtle little like flick of his eye where I'm just like, oh, he's offended. And we all love Anton Yalkin and we're all real sad about him. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you call it? I think that's it then. Yeah. So thank you everybody for joining us uh, for Only Lovers Left Alive. And if you have a movie that we should add to our list, if you've seen Only Lovers Left Alive, if you want to like engage with us any, in any sort of manner, you can email us at vampiremovieclub at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Vampire Movie Club and Twitter at Vamp Movie Club. And I'm going to get you my password and you're going to be my Twitter guy because I'm real bad at it. And I haven't looked at my password. I've been tweeting about it for about a week now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I get that week, but every single time like I'm on here, I'm, yeah. I, I tag the, the page. Oh, cool. Yeah. I should probably log into that. <laughs> uh, I got a new phone. should like months ago (laughs) anyway um we also would like to thank the band caravan of thieves for the use of their song the funhouse entrance from the album the funhouse uh you should go check that out i think that's it uh rate and review and subscribe and like and talk about things and give us stars and say nice things about us on your various uh platforms so thank you everybody for joining us and then we'll see you next time and don't suck
It's a beautiful world if you look at a glance It's a dream if you stare at a screen If you wait in the line every time by the day that you die You'll have waited your whole